This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This podcast is brought to you by Midland Radio USA in Kansas City, Missouri. New to the lineup for Midland is the MXT 275, which we use on a regular basis in all of our rigs. We have been super happy with these units and highly recommend them to the Overlander looking to upgrade to a super reliable communication system. The Midland MXT275 MicroMobile 15 Watt GMRS two-way radio features a fully integrated control microphone ideal for vehicles with limited dashboard space allowing for the radio base unit to be stashed away. Transmit with authority on 15 GMRS channels and 8 repeater channels. The MXT275 is equipped with a NOAA weather scan plus alert technology to keep you informed on local weather conditions. It also features a powerful new USB-C charging port allowing for the quickest charge time, including cell phones and handheld radios. Exclusive to Anderson Overland listeners, receive 15% off when you use promo code ANDERSONPODCAST on all items now at MidlandUSA.com. Welcome to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Wow. Uh, okay, we'll talk about that uh, later, but now this. Remembering our fallen heroes, 20-year-old Marine Corps Lance Corporal Riley McCollum was on his first deployment when he was killed in Kabul last week. Riley knew he wanted to be a Marine since he could walk, carrying around his rifle in his diapers. He got married earlier this year and leaves behind his wife, Gianna, who was pregnant and due to give birth to his first child in just three weeks. Here to honor Riley's memory is his dad, Jim, along with his sisters, Royce and Cheyenne. Guys, so sorry for what has happened. Appreciate you talking. American people care so much, uh, especially about those who serve. Uh, And I want to talk first about Riley. What was he like, Royce? Start, start if you would, and then uh, Cheyenne and um, uh, Cheyenne and Jim. Um, Riley was the funniest kid you ever met. Um, he just had such a great sense of humor and was always cracking jokes and making everyone around him laugh. 
um, and he was just loved so much and made everyone else just love. Yeah, he he was the light in everybody's life when they needed it. He was a gold-hearted kid, and he he very much put everybody else before himself. He even people he didn't know well if they had a hard day, he was the one beside them and wanted to make things better. Um, yeah, what they said, he, he had a heart of gold, um, good kid, um, always wanted to stand on the side of right. He, want, he wanted to do the right thing no matter what. Um, he always was seeking justice for those that, that he thought weren't, weren't getting it. Um, yeah, good kid, proud of him. Jim, where did the passion for the Marines come from? Uh, I I wanted to be a Marine, but medically I was was disqualified, and it was just something we talked about as he grew up over the years, and then uh, it just kind of evolved and developed. And he wanted to do something to make me proud. Um, he didn't know how proud of him I was, and uh, it just kind of it, it evolved from there. And on his 18th birthday, he he joined, he he enlisted, and. Uh, to make to make me proud and it was not a passion that he had he wanted to do something bigger than himself bigger than himself these uh poor soldiers these poor people my god hundreds if not thousands of people that have lost their lives here recently over there in Afghanistan just just mind blowing you know, not counting the deaths from COVID and everything happening here, but now we're losing Amer- Americans, uh, you know, and people that have assisted us who have been loyal to us overseas for no reason, no reason whatsoever. That didn't have to happen that way. And it's just sickening to me that this government let that happen that way. But. I'm not going to get all political on you guys, but uh, it's it's important to me to recognize these 13 fallen soldiers. I have a special place in my heart for military. The organization that I work for is is paramilitary, and and you know a lot of our values and mission statement reflects the same core values and mission statement as our military members and. Just goes uh, goes to show you how how much sacrifice and how much bravery these these people uh, have poured out to our nation, and my heart goes out to their families. So I just like to take a minute just to reflect on that and just think of their families and and um, just a moment of silence for those losses this last week. All right. Well, welcome back to the Anderson Overland podcast. My name is Joey Anderson. I am your guide host in this crazy world that we are now uh, chosen by God to live in for some reason this uh, at this moment in time. <laughs> but you know what? He has prepared us and I feel that we have what we need to uh, get through this. He wouldn't have put us here if he didn't think so. So anyways, update on Bodie. Bodie, my son, who had surgery a couple weeks ago, he's doing awesome. It's really like it never happened. It's it's really unbelievable, actually, to watch him. 
heal and grow and and start talking and start walking and you know he's trying to stand up and all this this rad stuff i i never wanted kids honestly and i can't imagine my life being uh, without kids my daughter is amazing she's just about to turn 12 and Bodie just uh, turned over the old 10 month uh, last week. And it's just amazing. I never thought I would have a second and be able to experience these things again. And, and here I am. And I absolutely love it. My little son is just incredible. And um, it's pretty cool to be a father. I, I didn't expect it to be this awesome. And I love every bit of it. So that being said, we are doing really good. So we're planning on trying to get out some more and do some more trail runs and some camping here pretty soon. My schedule at work has been crazy just because of fire season and everything going on there. Uh, working a bunch of overtime and rigs are gone up north. Our brush engine, our water tender have been up uh, on the monument fire, I believe. And they've just been super crazy busy up there too. And so we've had a lot of staffing issues and uh, I shouldn't say issues, but a lot of overtime coming up because, you know, we're short people and this just this time of year. Summer, summer is uh, brush fire season for us and things change pretty dramatically at the station and it uh, becomes pretty exciting. And and I'm away from the home uh, a lot, the, from, the, from the family a lot. So, so anyways, uh, update on our partnerships. We've been working with Midland quite a bit and Truck Brigade, Blue Coolers, ICS Fabrication, Rigid Industries. We just brought on Method Race Wheels yesterday, which is pretty awesome. I'm pretty excited about that. That's a product that I I absolutely love. And they approached us uh, yesterday just out of nowhere, which was pretty cool. So I'm stoked about that. I'll have more about that pretty soon. But yeah, Method is is just a really cool company. They make a great product and I'm, I'm really excited about our future with them. So I will uh, keep you guys updated. Pretty stoked on that. We'll be sending out some discount codes and things, you know, as as regular for our, our companies that we uh, do brand ambassadorships with. And I'm, I'm excited to bring you guys more more of that and some some new products coming down the pike, too. So pretty awesome stuff totally unexpected, like I said, and and that's just a testament of the impact that this has on the community. And and I'm stoked about it. And I really, really appreciate the ongoing support and the sharing and all that that comes with it. So yeah, so let's uh, talk about the new Toyota. Man, have you guys been seeing all the stuff about the new Toyota Tundra? That thing is freaking pretty cool. I'm pretty stoked on it, actually. I, I I've had, gosh, a Tacoma, three Forerunners, an FJ Cruiser, and two Tundras so far. I think that's been my arsenal. The Tundra is an awesome machine. I've been super amped and stoked on my Tundras. I, you know, the only reason that I got rid of the other one recently, my second one, which I loved, I had it all outfitted and stuff, is I was just kind of turning the chapter on on some other things and decided to go another route. But those Tundras are great. They're really, really good for um, you know, camping and and pulling stuff and, you know, the utility side of things, you know, hauling stuff around. Um, they're not much good for trail riding, in my opinion. They're a little bit wide, a little bit big, uh, and your, your view off the front, uh, the visual part of it is just not as, as much as I like it to be. So, 
That being said, though, they are an amazing machine, and I've seen pictures of the new one, which I think is a V6 supercharged motor, but the pictures I've been seeing coming out are pretty sick. I've been pretty impressed with the way they look, so pretty excited to see that thing come and and, uh, see what that thing has to offer. Kind of weird that they're going to a V6 from a V8. I thought they'd probably go forward to like a V10 or or, uh, you know, a diesel. I would love to see a diesel Tundra come out or some kind of hybrid, um, you know, application. That'd be pretty awesome. But you know what? I don't know. I'm not a Toyota developer, or a production guy, developer, whatever you want to call them, designer. And I, I don't know what they're going for, but uh, we'll see what, what that brings. The other item that I'm pretty stoked on is rumors of the new Toyota FJ Trail Hunter, which is a pretty mean and aggressive name, actually. I... I would be so amped if they came out with that. I would have to probably figure out a way to get one. I don't know how that would happen or how my wife would let me do that, but <laughs> I would love to get one of those. It sounds like uh, it's it's coming down the pike. You know, it was kind of a rumor, and I've I've been hearing stuff and reading stuff that they just submitted a, a trademark for Trail Hunter, and that there's some patents and stuff coming. So. You know, hey, maybe it's real. Who knows? But, you know, I mean, in 2006, the the history of the FJ, you know, that they I think it was like 2007, 2014 was like kind of a homage to the, the iconic FJ 40 Land Cruiser. You know, these things started coming out, I believe in 2006, they sold like, gosh, I think almost 60,000 units in 2006. So they're they're pretty, pretty popular right off the bat. I've owned uh, 2007 FJ Cruiser Special Edition, which I would say by far is is definitely my favorite rig that I've ever owned. And uh, they're just super capable. I love the wheelbase, the short wheelbase. You know, they kind of drive like a, a, a luxury tank, <laughs> but they're super fun to drive. I mean, you know, I think there's something to be said about having a vehicle that you really enjoy driving in. It's really super fun to drive an FJ there's there's some you know pros and cons the the uh, visual part of it some of the blind spots kind of suck you know you really feel like you're in a tank sometimes especially you have tinted windows I actually ha- bought it with tinted windows and I took the tinting off of the front side of the vehicle because at night I just couldn't see anything and it was just dangerous but there's there's a funny a funny meme that I I saw. Uh, back a few years ago and it shows the guy driving the tank in that movie Fury. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie Fury, but he's sitting back and there's just that little slit of a of a um uh view for him, a little opening there where he's, you know, being able to see out the tank and he's sitting there sitting back probably, I don't know, three or four feet from this thing and he's got his big old handles and he's cranking away at this tank, driving this tank in that movie and that that meme said, uh, FJ Cruisers be like, <laughs> um, and so, so true. There's so many blind spots in that truck and it's super hard to see sometimes, but, um, but I loved it. I, you know, it was a great, great vehicle and I had no complaints other than just a little bit of that rear view blind spot issue. But, you know, they, they had, I think it was like 2007 to 2008 models had that, the forerunner motor that was like 239 or 240 horsepower. I think it was 278 foot pounds of torque. And then come 2009 through the last year of production, 2014, 
that was the same motor, the, the 400 V6 4.0 liter, 259 horsepower and 270 foot pounds of torque. And I think they had about 10 inches of ground clearance, skids and the whole nine yards, depending on what model you got. But man, they were such a capable vehicle. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I am so amped that Toyota, that there that there's a rumor of Toyota doing that you know, putting that out, I think what they're going to be doing is trying to compete with the Wrangler, the new Jeep Wrangler, and, you know, obviously the Ford Bronco that just came out. One of my buddies, Chase from uh, Adventure Overland, he's one of the ambassadors for that. I know you guys have uh, been hearing about that the last couple podcasts. Um, if you guys caught that episode with Chase, uh, we talked quite extensively about that. I think that it's going to be a pretty awesome uh, application that they're, you know, they're going to be competing with. And, I think if Toyota comes out with that, they could they could definitely hit that out of the park. It just depends on how they market it and what kind of features they they come up with. You know, the the new Tundra has that multi-terrain select uh, knob, which is pretty cool. You know, they've had kind of some things like that with the the um, descent control, the ascent control. You know, the the crawl mode and things like that. Um, and so I don't know, maybe they'll they'll implement some of that into the new FJ if they come out with it. I mean. It doesn't need any of that stuff, but I mean, it has, you know, original FJ Cruiser, you know, back the, like the one I had, had locking differential and, um, four by four and, you know, all the, the, um, ascent control and the descent control, the descent control uses the ABS and it changes, it, it transfers power from wheel to wheel, um, and breaks, uh, the wheels based on what, what it needs. So, and uh, it, they were actually pretty awesome. There were some moments in the Forerunner that I've used it, and in the FJ that I was just like, "Oh my god, this is so nice!" You could, you could go on like a, you know, crazy, crazy descent, uh, you know, angle, and and totally take your feet off the brakes and the, the pedals, and the thing would just take control of your vehicle and get you down pretty much anything I asked it to, uh, very safely, and it gives you a lot of confidence in the, the electronics and the, the capabilities of the vehicle, you know, and the, the one thing I had a, a friend of mine in another forerunner, we were up in Calico one time and we were coming down this super steep trail and I was like, Hey man, you know, use the descent control option, you know, check it out. You go into four low and then, uh, enable this, this option and, and all the electronics take over and control your vehicle down this descent. And he was very nervous to do so just he's like you know i don't know if i can if i want to trust the electronics to take you know to put my you know my life in toyota's hands basically um to go down this this trail is so steep and you know i want to be in control but i was like dude just trust me trust me trust me and he did it and he was just blown away at how safe it felt how in control uh the vehicle was and man you know there's something to be said about that technology it's it's pretty cool so I don't know. We'll see what uh, what what Toyota comes up with if they even release this thing as a as a competitor. And I don't know. We'll see. I'm pretty stoked on it, and I hope you guys are too. Been seeing all this this craziness on the news about California burning. I mean, obviously, 
you know, that's, that's my industry that I'm in the firefighting stuff, but I cannot believe I'm so heartbroken to see the Caldor fire bumping into South Lake Tahoe. I don't know if you guys have seen that, that thing's up to like, gosh, I think it's up to like 200 or 250,000 acres now. And it is in Lake Tahoe. It's not just on the outskirts of Lake Tahoe. It is in South Lake Tahoe bumping like the airport and and those neighborhoods that blew through uh, Sierra at Tahoe, which is a ski resort, really awesome place. And I think it was knocking at the door at Kirkwood, which is another amazing resort area. And just, just the country back there, we've camped in so much of that, uh, a really great spot called Hope Valley between Markleyville off the 89 and the 50 there, um, south of Lake Tahoe, just gorgeous. Scott's Lake, which, uh, um, Blue Water Lake. There's just so many awesome, awesome places. Actually, the video that I just put up, the little snippet on Instagram and Facebook to uh, promote the podcast, that little snippet was actually up there uh, in that area, uh, up towards Kirkwood and and um, Carson Pass and stuff. And it, it's just a beautiful, was a beautiful, beautiful spot. And it just breaks my heart to think that it could be all gone now and just burnt to a crisp. They're able to save most of the buildings around Sierra Tahoe, but I think there's, gosh, upwards of like six or 700 structures that have been lost in that fire. So if you guys think about it, definitely be uh, be praying for those firefighters out there. Be praying for my crews. I've got uh, a whole crew on a brush engine and a water tender on a task force up in Northern California right now. And those guys have been getting it up there. Just uh, if you think about it, you know, say a prayer for them too. And their families have been gone for about a month now. And, um, it's a long time to be away from your family. So a lot of super gnarly hard work, humping hose up hills and digging and cutting stuff up. And it's just, it's a lot more of a gnarly job than people think. And it's very, very difficult mentally and physically. So yeah, so that is just such a bummer. There's so many rad spots in Tahoe. I don't know if you guys have ever spent time in Lake Tahoe, but it is just probably one of the most gorgeous, pristine, amazing places I've ever been. The water is, I think it's like one of the deepest lakes, if not the deepest lake in the United States. It's like something like 1800 feet deep. It's crazy. Like there's, there's animals and stuff down at the bottom that, that, um, they haven't even, you know, been able to, uh, to see much of, um, there's, there's some species that they've found at the bottom of that lake that weren't even recorded, um, which is crazy to think about. But Lake Tahoe is just a special place. I spent a lot of time there in Zephyr Cove when I was young. My parents would take us up there in the summers, and we would get a cabin at a retreat center up there called Zephyr Cove Retreat Center, actually. And spent a lot of time there with my cousins. And Robin and I spent part of our honeymoon there. I actually asked Robin to marry me in Lake Tahoe uh, on the bed of this crazy Motel 6 or something. (laughs) That was a long time ago. Gosh, I think that was probably... Gosh, we got married in 2001. That was probably 2000 when we were up there and and I proposed to her. So yeah, it's got a special place in my heart. Spent a lot of time in Mammoth and June Lake and Lake Tahoe during that time and and a lot a lot since then. I haven't been up in Lake Tahoe in the last couple of years, but like I said, it just breaks my heart to think about that place burning down. If there's anything that you guys can do as far as uh, helping with those communities and stuff, definitely get online and, and um, search for that because they're going to need it. So, 
There's some pretty awesome products coming out. Definitely go check out truckbrigade.com. They're just about to release a new website, which is going to be freaking awesome. They've got a bunch of new products from Lightner Designs, uh, Prinsu Rack. If you have a need of any sort for products for your rig or in the future, definitely uh, give Ryan an email. It's ryan at truckbrigade.com and let them know what you're looking for and they'll, they'll hook you up. Definitely mention Anderson Overland when you call them. Let them know I sent you their way and um, you know, they'll take care of you either way. But so one of the new products that uh, I guess it's not really new, but one of the products that I really, really think is a, is a great benefit. It's a little expensive for what it is, but I would highly recommend it. Front Runner Outfitters, they make a rooftop tent quick release system. And it's uh, basically a mount that uh, allows you to drop your rooftop tent onto your roof and take it off very easily. The ones that come with a lot of the rooftop tents, there's like a bolt and like this cam thing or like this little uh, aluminum piece that slips into this rail. And then you got to get it all aligned and lift the tent up and put these clamps up underneath your rack or wherever you're mounting it. It's just a total pain in the ass, in my opinion. I hate them. They're so cheaply made. They look like they, they came straight out of China. Go figure. Just like all the masks and everything else we're wearing. Anyways, yeah, these mounts are just cheap and uh, Front Runner makes a really good option for that to replace those mounts. So if you guys have rooftop tents, they're pretty universal. Go to truck, truckbrigade.com and search Front Runner Outfitters Quick Release Rooftop Tent Mounts. And I would definitely, definitely recommend getting a set of those. Like I said, there's sometimes when Truck Brigade's doing sales and Black Friday stuff where you can get in on some really good deals on those things. Check them out. They're they're a, a must have. I, I, you know, getting up there and mounting those things, they're they're a little 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 awkward and and heavy. And you know we, what I've done in my garage is I set up this pulley system on my on my uh, garage ceiling so I can just back my truck up and lift that thing on and off the truck. And those uh, front runner. Front Runner Outfitters quick release uh, mounts are just great. So, yeah. So, I would uh, definitely check that out for sure and have a great time. Get out there in the outdoors, enjoy the outdoors. You know what? I don't know what your political beliefs are, but uh, I would say that uh, you got really nothing to worry about. Our days are numbered. And you know what? When it's your day, it's your day. Get out there, enjoy the outdoors wear a mask, whatever you feel like you need to do to protect yourself. Be respectful of others that, that want to protect themselves and all that stuff. But, you know, get out there. Don't, don't let this, uh, this craziness in our world or the, the boob tube uh, dictate your life. Get out there. Enjoy the outdoors. I love you guys. And uh, you know what? A trail tip that I will leave with you at the end of the podcast here is when you're out on the trail, be very careful with your speeds out on these dirt roads, make sure you know what's ahead of you. I've, I've been with friends that have, that have had, you know, people run into them. We had a, a friend of ours that was a little, a little ways behind us one time and came around a blind turn. And these kids were blitzing up this trail at 50, 50, 60 miles an hour. And they hit him head on and to- totaled his, his rig. And it was an awesome old Suzuki sidekick that he had, he had uh, customized. And um, you know what? Be careful, be aware of your surroundings, be aware of trails and and where they go and if they're dead ends or not. You don't want to be getting stuck up something in the middle of the night that you don't know what you're on. And make sure, like I said, you can see out ahead of you and, and maintain communication. I would say that the biggest safety item 
that you can bring with you on the trail is communication. Midland Radio hooks us up. They take great care of us with our MXT 275 micromobiles, the X Talker radios. They're such a great tool to have out there on the trail. It's a $70 a year license to uh, use those frequencies. And you know, if you, if you want more information, go to MidlandUSA.com. Feel free to hit us up with any questions about that, but make sure your communications are on point no matter who you use. That's uh, our little trail tip for the day. And um, you guys have a great one. Be safe out there. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Love you. See you later. Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.